Good morning, and welcome to On Target, a radio ministry of Village Bible Church in Hot Springs Village. We are located near the Coronado Center at 100 Ponderosa Way. Our Sunday morning service starts at 9.15 a.m. We hope you will enjoy and benefit from the sermon you will hear this morning. Now sit back and relax as you listen to a message by Senior Pastor Dr. Jason Lancaster. It's so good to, to see you here this morning, and it's good to see those of you who are joining us on Facebook Live. I just I'm, was waiting for us to get back together, and I'm really excited. This morning, we're going to take a break from our Philippians series, and the reason why we're going to take a break is not because we're meeting back together. It has more to do with what's going on inside of me. Last week, a well-known pastor that I know around my age um, had a tragic death. And since then, it has really created a lot of fear and sadness in me that's kind of been the background music of my life over the past 10 days. Another reason why I want to switch the pastors this morning is because a lot of you, as, as, as I have been, have been out of our routines. I've been out of my routine, and I, I've been around in my family who's been out of their routines, and I've noticed that I am prone to wonder, prone to leave the Lord I love, which means that I have a heightened awareness of my sinfulness and my brokenness. Perhaps you have a heightened awareness of your brokenness as well. And when we feel this, the temptation is to isolate ourselves or to run away. We want to put up these walls to keep some distance between us and people, between us and God, and, and it's the pain and shame cycle. We believe that the pain that we're feeling cannot be comforted, so we stay away from God and people. Or we've done something so bad and we're so ashamed and so embarrassed that there's no way we're going to come back to God. And we run away. This past week, I, I Googled, not for myself, but just in reality, I wanted to know, how would you disappear without a trace? There's some options. There's lots of stories of people doing this, of changing their identity, leaving it all behind, and just disappearing. But almost every single one of them gave a warning. He said, you need to keep this in mind. She said, he said, she said, he said, you need to keep this in mind that if you go off the grid, disappear from your current life, the only problem you have is that you take yourself with you. And so running away, hiding, it's not gonna fix you. And that's why the main emphasis and point this morning is this. No matter what you've done, and no matter what you're feeling, you can come to Jesus. And he's not going to drive you away. He's not going to stomp you. He's not going to crush you. He will welcome you, and he will build you up. But you have to come. And that's what we're looking this morning as we look at Matthew, our text in Matthew chapter 11, 28 through 30. And maybe you've studied this before, heard it before, but do you understand that the context of this come to me passage, right before it, Jesus gives a series of woes 
to a variety of cities. Woe to you, Chorazin. Woe to you, Bethsaida. Woe to you, Capernaum. There's going to be wrath and condemnation coming upon those cities. But it doesn't have to be that way for you. As Jesus gives an invitation, come to me, all of you who are weary and heavy laden, come to me, and there won't be condemnation. And he will not drive you away. He flings open wide his arms and says, come to me. So let's go ahead and jump in and see what he says. It's, it's an amazing passage. Matthew eleven twenty eight. 28, he says, come to me, all who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Jesus is speaking to the weary and to the burdened, not to the wise and understanding. They are wearied and burdened by a variety of ways. They are burdened by the Romans crushing them. They are burdened by their poverty and troubles of their lives. And they are also burdened by the religious leaders who want them to jump through a variety of hoops to be made right with God. They've taken God's law and they've twisted and they've turned it into self-effort and hard work to impress God. So you can imagine how crushed this crowd of people must feel. Not only is life itself hard, but the religious leaders are placing greater and greater demands and burdens on them. Jesus says in verse 28, Come to me, and I will give you rest. I want to make sure you understand what he's saying here. Imagine if I said, come to me and I'll give you rest from your troubles. You would think that is a little weird. But Jesus is saying, come to me. He's not just saying, come to me and I'll show you how to get rest. I'll show you how to get alleviation for your troubles. He says, come to me and I and myself will give you rest. I will give you my peace. I will give you grace. I will give you forgiveness and they will be found in me. Come to me and I will give you rest both now and for eternity. I've been reading an amazing book, and it just came out, and it's by Dane Ortland. It's called Gentle and Lowly, The Heart of Christ for Sinners and Sufferers. I am both. I'm going to refer to this book a few times, several times. One of the quotes I'm going to start with I found very helpful. He says this, whether you are actively working hard to crowbar your life into smoothness, labor, or passively finding yourself weighed down by something outside of your control, heavy laden, Jesus Christ desired that you find rest, that you come in out of the storm. When I read that, I thought to myself, I am that guy working hard to crowbar my life into smoothness. And so I just thought I'd bring a crowbar this morning. And thinking, you know, I just I, I deal with some problems, and I think if I can just work hard enough, I can fix this and make it smooth. Or if I just exhibit enough control and enough force, I can fix it. But you know what? That's making me tired. That's making me weary because my crowbar abilities and skills are vastly, vastly limited in life because I can't fix everything, no matter how hard I try. And Jesus is saying, you know, you need to put that down. You need to put that down and come to me. Put down your self-efforts. Put down trying to make life work. Come in out of the storm, and I will give you rest. 
And he gives another option. He said, take this option. Verse 29, take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am gentle and humble in heart and you will find rest for your souls. Now for those of you who do not know what a yoke is, I want to show you a picture. Here is a picture of some oxen working with a yoke around their neck. You see how it's kind of burdened them down. And the yoke that people have placed upon themselves, uh, the heavy burdens of external performance by the religious leaders, Jesus says, hey, come on, take my yoke upon you. And then you would say, well, why would I want to trade one yoke for another? Well, Jesus says, no, no, take my yoke upon you. Put my life and even commandments all on you because it's gentle. They're not burdensome. That they give you life. That's, that's what we're talking about. Christianity is not a religion of, of, of trying to work to gain acceptance as we got acceptance so now we obey. He says, take me and my teachings upon you. He says in verse 30, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Jesus is not here to wear you out. The yoke of the religious leaders is one of heavy burdens, but Jesus presents no such yoke. He's saying, take it upon you. Take my life upon you. Take my teachings upon you. You will not be burdened by them. His yoke is easy and his burden is light. And whether you're a believer or not, will you take his yoke upon you? Will you accept his yoke or will you reject it? The image that I've, I've been told is like uh, there's a dude, he's out drowning in the lake and you have a life preserver and you're going to throw it to him to save him. He's like, do not throw that to me. Can you not see I am drowning? The last thing I need is something around me. Many of us act like that. You go, you go I got enough troubles right now. I got enough burdens right now. I don't need you to burden me anymore. Jesus said, no, no, no. This is going to alleviate your burden. Take my yoke upon you. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And you go, well, why, why is it like that? Well, it's because of the heart of Jesus. And this is kind of the main thrust. Verse 29, Jesus says, he reveals himself here. He says, for I am gentle and humble in heart. Jesus knows that we're fragile sinners. And he doesn't call us to get our act together, but to learn from him who is gentle and humble in heart. I don't know how you view God. I don't know what your background is, but here's the heart of Jesus, gentle and humble to those who come to him. Yes, there are imageries of anger, wrath to those who reject him, but those who come to him, all you know, sinners who come to him, he will be gentle with you. He'll be lowly with you. He will not be this agitated God or this agitated master where you have to need to be on edge or restless. Dane Ortland says, says, Jesus is not trigger happy. Jesus is not harsh. He's not reactionary or easily exasperated. He is the most understanding person in the universe. You can come to him. He will not drive you away. And his rest is grace, mercy, forgiveness, light burdens, there are many ways that we'll find rest in Him just as there are many ways that we wear ourselves out. I want to talk to three people in here 
in different ways that you may be wearing yourselves out or attempting to. And since this is on Facebook Live, I know the first point may hit many who are watching uh, that are not part of our church or from different backgrounds. But the first type of person I have in mind is those who are wearied in trying to be religious to earn their way to heaven. I want to say this as clear as I can to you in here and to those who are watching at home. That Christianity is not a religion of works to get your way to heaven, to keep going higher and higher and higher, and hopefully you'll make it one day. It is a message of grace in the finished work of Jesus. It's not about your work. It's about his work. It's about his finished work on the cross where there is forgiveness and there is mercy and there is grace who all come to him repentant and ask for forgiveness and you'll get it. It's what grace is all about. But even sometimes as believers, we can get messed up in our thinking and we can try to drift back toward works to gain our acceptance. So here's a good question to ask. Have you turned Jesus' yoke into an unbearable burden? Have you turned Jesus' yoke into an unbearable burden? So you want to examine your life. Make it about cultivating intimacy with Christ rather than religious duty. Come to Jesus. His yoke is easy and his burden is light. Now the second group of people I have in mind, uh, fall in one of these categories, fall in the last two categories, is those who are wearied by their own idolatry where you can get into sin, you can indulge in it, it can wear you down emotionally and physically, you can actually do things that wear you out. So if you find yourself in this cycle of idolatry or sin, you can come to Jesus, you can be forgiven, you can find rest, you can cease from your striving. One of the things I want to impress upon my children who are here this morning is that you'll never get to a point that you've messed up so bad where you can't come back to Jesus. You'll never get to a point where you'll be so ashamed or so embarrassed you can't come back to Jesus. You can always find forgiveness in Christ. Come to him broken and repented. He will accept you. Do not stay away. A passage that's been very encouraging on this is John 6.37. It says, All that the Father gives me will come to me, and the one who comes to me I will certainly not cast out. You see that? The one who comes to me I will certainly not cast out. No matter what you've done, you can come to Jesus and he will not cast you out. Perhaps you've heard of, of John um, Bunyan, Pilgrim's Progress, second most read book in history behind the Bible. John Bunyan did a um, meditation on this passage where he keeps on bringing up an objection to Jesus' grace and answering it with this passage. Where, for example, you may say, but, but I'm a great sinner. And Jesus says, I will certainly not cast you out. But you say, I I'm an old sinner. And Jesus says, I will certainly not cast you out. But I'm a hard-hearted sinner, you say. I will certainly not cast you out. But I'm a backsliding sinner, you say. I will certainly not cast you out. But I have served Satan all my days. I will certainly not cast you out, says Christ. But I've sinned against light, you say. I will certainly not cast you out, says Christ. But I've sinned against mercy, you say. I will certainly not cast you out. 
but I have done no good thing to bring with me, you say. I will certainly not cast you out, says Christ. You can come to Him. No matter what you're feeling, no matter what you've done, you can come broken, repentant, confessing He is not going to cast you out. You have never gone too far. And the last person I have in mind are those who have been wearied by the effects of sin. <laughs> Not only are you burdened by your own issues, but the world is weighing on you and the brokenness of the world. You face a variety of struggles. Someone said it's like, like, like husbands. Any husbands that feel expendable at work and unappreciated at home? Or someone said it's like singles who are just lonely and feel like they're never going to get married or they're in a relationship that's going nowhere, or mothers who have no identity outside their kids, or maybe parents of a prodigal, or victims of a crime, or victim of abuse or betrayal. I just think about all the graduates right now graduating from college. A lot of them can't find jobs. Maybe adults devastated by divorce or kids devastated by divorce. There are effects of sinful living all over the place. And in the midst of all of that, Jesus is saying, come. And you may say, well, I've got to figure it out first. No, no, come. No, no, I'm too broken. No, no, just come on. Don't fix yourself. Come, 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 come. Because he is gentle and he is humble. And you can learn from him and his ways and find rest in him alone. So you can come in out of the storm Last night, in the dark, rain, storm, it was like 9 o'clock at night, my wife and I are out there in the storm trying to get our chickens to go into the coop. There is a ramp to go into the coop. Every single one of the chickens were hiding under the ramp. All they had to do is go up the ramp and in the coop, it's warm. We have a heat lamp in there. They have food and the water. No, they decided to stay outside in the storm, in the rain, in the cold. Chickens are dumb. But you don't have to be dumb. You don't have to stay in out of the storm. You don't have to stay in, in the craziness. You don't have to be there. You can come to Jesus. You can come into him in his arms. You can find grace and mercy. You can find direction. You can find life. You, you don't have to stay out there in the storm. You can come to Christ. And I see us all back together again this morning, and I know most of us are not here, but I am glad we're back together because you, you know what we've been doing? We've been pre-recording the service on Tuesday morning in here over the last several weeks. So on Sunday morning, I'm at home with my family watching it uh, on the TV, and I tell you what, I, I don't like looking at myself. <laughs> and it's more than just like, I don't like to hear myself preach, but I look at that guy up on the screen, I go, man, that guy, who is that guy? He's got so much going on. He's got so much brokenness and problem. What is he, what is he doing? Who? And it just, it's just feelings of kind of insecurity, and just look at myself of thinking, man, I'm just kind of worthless. But you know what Jesus says? He says, you know, you need to come on. You need to bring all that stuff to me. I was talking to my kids last night of the way Jesus doesn't treat us. I've heard it said, you know, you've seen a little boy, and he sees a slug, 
and he just wants to go and touch that slug. He's like, and he withdraws his hand. And you may think that's the way Jesus treats you. He goes, oh, oh, that's not the way it is. Jesus doesn't treat you like that. Think about where sin has abounded, grace has abounded even more. He sees you. He knows you. And so his grace is abounding to you and your brokenness even more. And he's not, oh, stay away from me. He's like, no, come on. Come on. Get out of the storm. Quit hiding. Quit running away. Get out. Get over here. Come on. Come to me. All of you. Weary, broken, everything. Come to me. I'm gentle and lonely. And I will give you rest. Rest for your souls. Let's pray. Lord, I don't know who needs this word. I need it. We all need it. Too many times we think, okay, things are so hard. We're going to stay away because there's no comfort in you. Lord, help us to believe there is comfort in you and to come to you. And I pray for my brothers and sisters here or at home that they will come to you. And for those who think they've gone too far, they, they've, they've sinned too much, the beyond redemption, may they come to you and not be ashamed, not to be embarrassed to confess and just put themselves out and be forgiven and find grace and mercy to help them in their time of need. Lord, let my brothers and sisters know that your grace abounds. It abounds to sinners such as us who come to receive forgiveness and rest for our souls. In Christ's name, amen. We hope you enjoyed this message. It was preached recently at Village Bible Church. You can hear this message or let others know about it by visiting our website at vbchsv.org or call us at 922-0404. Meanwhile, have a blessed day as you walk along the way, guided by God's Word.